Fine by me. Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast infused with hip hop. I am Wood and Suave is not introducing himself, so you stay classy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Please, yeah. Hey. 60% of the time, it works every time. And we already, we need deep in conversation already, so we're not going through no pleasantries. Yeah, if this intro just seems rushed, it's because it is. We had a conversation. It's because we're, we're, we're entertaining stuff that has no business being entertained. Yeah, we, we had a conversation that started to, to get a little animated and it's worthy of this show. So as we Thanks. as we proceed to give you what you need and what you have missed over the last couple of weeks. First off, before we get back into the conversation, okay. life has been lifing like <laughs> so much so that I'm going to have to mark mark that. There's proof right there. Right there. Right there is proof of what's been going on. Right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to mark that for for editing purposes. And uh, please believe uh, that that will probably be the only time that happens unless I happen to piss Suave off. (laughs) We need 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 an intern. That's what we need is an intern. I'm sick of editing. Show at BrokenPencilBC.com, BrokenPencilBC at gmail.com. As you hear those chimes, uh, Suave is actually sending me over uh, bullet points for today's show. Today is Content. Saturday, October 7th. Yeah, my Lord. Yeah, my Lord. I said, yeah, my Lord. Yeah, my Lord. 20 and 20. Tree! Wiggle wee, convenient. Bring me your dinner bucket. Let the church say. Hey. Man. Eight town down. You know what I'm saying? Pizza, eight town down. All that, you know, jolly good show and all that. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like that, that there. Man, um, there's a whole lot of wrestling that we have meaning meaning to cover. We'll talk about it in this show. Whole lot of wrestling on you. There's a pay-per-view or premium live event that's going to be happening <laughs> while we're recording this show. A pimp review? A pimp. <laughs> Val Venus is somewhere wanting yeah. in on this episode. Man, Val don't want nothing to do with this episode. The, the Godfather here. wants something to yeah. do with this episode. Facts. Facts. Now, there's a guy we need to have on this show right now. Charles Wright, a.k.a. The Godfather, a.k.a. Kama Mustafa, a.k.a. Papa Shango, a.k.a. Run Me My Tip Out. AKA better than you. <laughs> AKA Mr. Pimp, Mr. Uh, Pimpin' ain't, Pimpin' ain't easy, man. Easy. <laughs> Pimpin' ain't, Pimpin' ain't. What up, Ice-T? <laughs> and that is not Ice-T in Wood's glass mm. either. But it could go with Ice-T. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Facts. We're doing adult stuff. Pause. Man. Um, shouts out, before we continue, on some hip-hop. All right. Shouts out. To little brother, okay. Uh, Made in Durham. The block party is happening while we're recording this episode, right? Oh, that's dope. Uh, headlined by a little brother, also featuring Big Crit, Hourglass, DJ Wally Sparks, uh, Zoe, and Tall Black Guy, among others, and the Cool Kids, among other luminaries who are performing today in Durham. But here's what here's what's really cool, Suave. I didn't send you this. I can send it to you right now. And okay. shout, shouts out to Travel by the Seven. He would be so jealous of this. <laughs> so so jealous of this. I'm gonna send you an invoice, and then I'm also gonna send you exactly what it is in the same. 
Because like, what did I buy? You didn't buy anything. I did. <laughs> <laughs> they, in commemoration of this block party, they have uh, joined up with Full Steam Brewery, a local microbrewery here in the uh, Raleigh-Durham area. Actually, they're in two, both locations are in Durham, so let me take the Raleigh off. And you know what a pawpaw is, sir? Not no, your grandfather either. I'm not, I'm not familiar. A pawpaw is what's considered to be a tropical fruit that's native to North America, specifically native to North Carolina. It's a cross, like a flavored cross between a mango, a banana, and maybe a passion fruit. Mutant fruit. Okay. Little brother has a pawpaw-based beer. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. In honor of the fallen, not real R&B singer Percy Miracles. <laughs> Percy's Pawpaw Miracle is the name of this beer. Bruh. During the football games of this weekend, I shall be partaking of what is my part of a case of Percy's Pawpaw Miracle, courtesy. A whole case. Of little brother, yes. Shout out to the Rangers just pulled off a W against the Orioles. You know what? Baseball, you notice I haven't worn my Cubs hat in a minute? Yeah. They move. We got we we got to get back into into providing the people with some eye candy. That's part of the reason for this hat. Listen, you, the shirt you had on last, uh, for the last you know who ain't going to win, even though people really didn't get to see it, gave me an idea. Uh-oh. So only eye candy you get on, on, the, on the dome piece is a hoodie because it's A, it's hoodie season, for real, not because it's 110 degrees and I'm Bruh, a child. Bro, it was 70, it's 73 degrees outside in Dallas, Texas. Oh, cheer, cheer that. It's 69 giggity right here in, in uh, Durham right now. Man, when you dealt with like two months straight of like triple digit numbers. Three. So Remember, three, I moved in triple digit weather. This is true. Three months. Three straight months of triple digits every day. To walk outside and feel that 70s breeze hit you and the sun was out. Oh, oh, if, if you got a convertible, you dropped the top. To quote the great MC Swab Burgundy. Uh-oh. Feel dangerous. that breeze. Oh, that's just me. <laughs> With your cool ass. <laughs> I did I did say that. Guilty. So October first oh. prime on your local streaming platforms immediately. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Locally produced, farm to table, organic type whatnot. <laughs> You know what I'm so, saying? If I can't be a fan of a guy I work with, I, I can't be a fan of nobody. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't going to support your own, <laughs> who's going to support them? You, you feel me? You got to be a bra strap. No so ID told you back in 95, except your own to be yourself. Oh, since we shouting out hip-hop, shout out to Don Tripp on yet another mm. stellar, stellar release. He has hit every month of the year, and he has not missed yet. Don't you, don't you fret, sir. I see your Don Tripp, and I'm going to bring it back home for you. Day one pencil pusher gave us the keys to his castle to use on this very show. Marco Polo just mm. released an album with Torrey last week, and Get it's a it. banger. Get into <laughs> it. Get into it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, who who else deserves shout outs right now? Uh, this is the most hip hop we've been able to do on this show since we changed formats and distribution we, we platforms. Gotta get, we got to get back to our roots, like we this, we re we this, really bought that. Yeah, for real. Like this is <laughs> in the early days, it was more of a variety. It was it's always been wrestling centric. We've never not 
had wrestling, but in the past, we've also included other parts of what we enjoy as far as entertainment, and it became somewhat of a, of a variety show. And we would always make sure that hip hop was centered. As you, centered. Yes, there was a, a centered energy of hip hop, which you can always tell by the instrumentals, some of the, the comparisons and things that we make, uh, because we are a, a show that is one of one. That... <laughs> We nah, we are the nah. we are the one of ones. We are the one of ones. But everybody even, else, even they the, the twos. The twos. Even the format we own, one of one. Because you yep. can't write it. Because we don't write it. You can't write this as a hashtag. They won. Talk to them. Six years Talk in the game doing this, man. And, 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 and we ain't six years as wrestling fans either. <laughs> Just nah. know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't have survived this long if we had just started watching. We see how some of y'all talk. Ooh, just you wait. Things Ooh. about to change. Ooh. But uh, you, back to this conversation yeah. that started started this episode. Like, started this episode real tough. So, a a publication that we publicly denounced <laughs> has um, we can we can end it right there. Swans yeah. take him to the house. Pencil pushes. Heads up. Pencils down. <laughs> my black. My black. Yeah, yeah. For the sake of entertainment, we must continue, though. <laughs> For the next 45 minutes, instead of us doing the show, we're just going to play Suave Toberfest Prime and we're just going to rock out. Mm. And we'll catch you next week. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Suave. <laughs> A publication we, we, we have publicly denounced because of its... Um, its creator's affiliation to moronic statements has put out their <laughs> yearly um, yearly induction candidate list for their own Hall of Fame. That I just found out about within the last 30 minutes from now. Facts. And I looked at some of, I haven't even looked over the whole list, but it was brought to my attention and it said, take a look at the modern candidates. The candidates that are, that are in modern consideration. So um, there's no time period on this, of course. Uh, We're going to put just, one on here based on the conversation you and I started to have. But when you look at the rest of the list, you can't really because it spans so much time. And you'll get it when I go through the whole list. Mm, but okay, okay, okay. The part of this Hall of Fame ballot, and there's a maximum of five uh, people that can be selected, or five entities that can be selected. And this is modern performers in the United States and Canada. So this it, does not include you said, Japan. You said entities. So there's yes. the Easter egg. Okay. Yes, there are entities. It's not just individuals. So the list goes as follows. Mark and Jay Briscoe. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the fact, young I, oh, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I got I to gotta give an applause for Mark and Jay Briscoe. Um... I'm gonna tell you like this, Suave. You were there, um, and maybe I'm talking at a turn, but FTR Briscoe's flowers. Mark, but Mark, but Briscoe, Briscoe's FTR one is nope. enough to put both of them in the Hall of Fame alone if they never wrestled another match. I feel now while I agree with your sentiment because of what two and three went to become and what Mark and Jay Briscoe had been all up until that point, I'm also one of those people who was a little more 
I'm a little more calculated about when you start putting people into a Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm not saying that me grading one match and calling it a career is worth it because, like, I don't believe anyone can have Biggie Smalls in the top five dead or alive conversation when he only had two albums, well, one album before he actually passed. The second album was released posthumously. See, so that sort of thinking, that sort of critical thinking, pragmatic thinking, that's what I apply when people start trying to crown someone the GOAT or say this person's a genius or put this person in a Hall of Fame. And it's, 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 it's the whole reason we only do one person in the Hall of Fame every year. And it, and it comes Shout off- Shout out to OG Teddy Long. It we comes off as double talk for me to even say that, but at the same time, like I, I think that's how high of a regard I have for that particular match, especially because I was there. Understood. So now, you want to analyze each name as I read it? Or you want me to read the whole list and we go back? How long is the list, first of all? Because I don't know. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 different nominees. Not bad. We can we can we can we can run through them all. Um uh, are they ranked? No, they're not ranked. Good. This is just at random. Good. So okay. I'll run through it, and then whatever ones stick out to you, we can go back and address. So Mark and Jay Briscoe was first. Yes. The, the Young Bucks. Yes. Edge. Absolutely. Bill Goldberg. <laughs> There's the second one. I ought to make you edit this. Mark, I, I'm already marking this one. <laughs> I should ma- I should make you edit video and I edit audio this time. Let's let, we'll swap. You oh. almost killed a goat. No, thank you. Uh, the Hardys. Ooh. The fact you can see the fact that you have to think about that and you said yes immediately to the Young Bucks means me and you were going to be opposed to this the entire time. Wait, wait, oh, hey, hold on. Wait, wait, okay, hold on. Cause see here, my thinking. When you throw modern into an, an equation, I'm thinking there's a certain thing. You uh, clearly said that there was no no set time frame. So if we're no talking, so we're talking about the entire career of the Hardys. Absolutely, I, without I, question. Yeah, yeah I, I'm assuming this has to be. For me, Hall of Fame is a career achievement. Yes. It's it's once you're done. But it's it, the reason I, I go ahead. But you know, there have been three three different. Uh, timelines of the Hardys, right? No, no, no. I, I, I don't. So that this, hence my hesitation originally. No question. Yes. Because okay, look at it like this. Because I always use the NFL Hall of Fame as a as a barometer for how I judge other sports. Tom Brady had a Hall of Fame career just with the Patriots. Then he had a second Hall of Fame career away from the Patriots. Not a lie. Not a lie. However, he's. He's one person that goes into the Hall of Fame one time. Yep. You don't get two jackets for that. Yep. So if the Hard if the Hardys had three runs that were Hall of Fame worthy, it's still one career. Okay. One jacket, one induction. So why is Edge on this list? Because of whose Hall of Fame it is. Oh, oh, so basically he's never been in this Hall of Fame. Right. Okay. Kind of All right. So, so yeah. To put him in ours. Okay. Like there's because in professional wrestling there is no one entity that everyone looks at and says this is the one we should follow. Yeah. And and so like it or not, using all of the all of those caveats, right? Young bucks are deserving. Continue. 
because then you'll end up like cauliflower alley is a thing and that their criteria may be different from what ours is versus what this publications is versus you know the wwe hall of fame versus if Ooh. someone just started a completely independent hall of fame the whole reason that we had this conversation to start off this show just went out this went out the window i'll explain keep going so uh next on the list becky lynch look by the criteria go think about that and i'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep going becky lynch john moxley so when this conversation started you and i were at different sides of the coin on moxley if i have to gun to my head right now both of them that you just named off i'm saying no and it's not because they don't have the resume they don't have the tread on the resume so that so before because I, I was thinking like well, here's where I, here's why i would even disagree with that if they don't have the tread then certainly the young bucks don't and i don't want to make this a whole anti-young bucks thing but if we're talking about tread in, in 2023 to end up on this list everybody on this list basically deserves a yes and you can only pick five but i've been watching the bucks for at least 15 years and wow <laughs> like okay 15 years if we count backwards 15 years does that not also include generation me yes it does. My, exactly. What What would you tell me about Generation Me that said this is a part of a Hall of Fame career? Nothing that's part of a Hall what, of Fame career, for sure. What makes What makes them Hall of Fame is the fact that when, when they were independent, they were able to turn themselves into marketable entities based off merchandise and interest. And the fact that the internet had not matured to a point to where you can absolutely see everything that happens almost in real time. So there was a there was a, a a sense of I need to be a part of this because I'm hearing about it but I can't see it. Nowadays, it doesn't matter who it is. If the name gets hot enough on Twitter, you can find something on them to watch in its entirety and make some type of decision about it because every pro wrestling company in the United States finds some way to stream even if it's just YouTube. Absolutely. And there was a point in time when Young Bucks was on your TV 3 days a week and it wasn't on WWE or Impact or AEW cuz AEW didn't exist at the time that I'm talking about. And and, I, and I'm not and I'm not train. and I'm not just talking about cable. I'm talking about local television. Thank you, Sinclair. <laughs> we that's miss, all, that's all, we that's miss all you I'm in that saying. space. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying is like if we're gonna if we're gonna give them the nod, then Becky Lynch and John Moxley should have tread as well. Now, but once we finish reading the list, we'll get into you know who does, who doesn't, what makes sense, what doesn't. Okay. So keep Becky going. Lynch, John Moxley. Okay. Next, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall together. Together. Ooh, I'm 100% yes on this. Yeah, I, I I say yes, but there there's a conversation to be had. I don't even think there's a conversation to be had, and there's there's one reason that goes into this that takes the conversation. I, I already know what it is. They invented the guaranteed contract. Get the bell. <laughs>
and then hit the cash register. <laughs> there is no conversation about this. They, yeah. everyone would like to think that you know another group of people changed wrestling for everybody. There are the re- they are the reason paid. right now that in 2023, 1996, Style Hall and Kevin Nash are the reason why there are bidding wars in 2023. Documented factuals that they are the reason people have guaranteed contracts. The reason why people can go up and have no competes is because of Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Everything else is speculation. They changed the face of wrestling. Exactly. The 90-day non-compete is a result of them and Lex Luger. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. Okay, next. Paul Orndorff. You see why now that whole modern, you see where modern goes completely out of the window? Paul Orndorff wrestled inside the blue steel cage in WWF. And he, when he wrestled in the 90s, he was enhancement talent because he was a trainer. As a professional wrestler, Paul Orndorff, not a Hall of Famer. As a trainer. No, I, do, I disagree. You Go disagree? Ahead. I do. You say that he is? Yes. Based on what? Based on based on main events, like don't you can't just you can't take him out of those main events with good try Terry. He was there. You, did you did we ever him, have him on? It? Did we already have him in our best to never? I don't think he made the list. He might not have, and that's that's a that's if he didn't, that's an error on our part. It it is. I agree, but the fact that it but was that an is- error alone. I mean, charges to the charges to head, not heart. I feel like if any, if all of the people previous on this list are are Hall of Fame worthy for whatever reason they're Hall of Fame worthy, I don't think you can remove Paul Orndorff based on the le- again Hall of Fame stretches. He had a, a seemingly um, wasn't Orndorff first WrestleMania. He was okay. Sat, you can't you can't pull him off the first WrestleMania. He's there forever. You can't pull him off Saturday night's main event. He was there forever. You can't pull him out of that blue steel blue steel cage, cage right? And and truth forever. be told, if you think if you think about WWF and steel cage matches, and you don't think about that blue steel cage, and don't think about Orndorff in that simultaneously, something is wrong with your watching. You you can't you can't take him away from WCW Saturday night when he whooped Vader. You can't you can't erase that from memory. You can't take away. The 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 title run of Pretty Wonderful. You can't you can't mm. pick and choose when you decide what of a oh, person's oh, career oh. you're going to you absorb. Just... That's all I'm saying. As the as the list continues, this one won't even be a discussion. Randy Orton. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Dude, he, he is he is number number three on the modern WWE all time world championship wins list. Stop Next, it. Seth Rollins. Next is Seth Rollins. Yes. I, CM Punk. <laughs> here, here, here's where we get dicey. Without question. Yes, absolutely. The most polarizing person that we have seen in professional wrestling from both standpoints, from a, from a wrestler's point of view and from a backstage talent point of view. As an employee, he's polarizing. He has a top, he has one of the top ten most famous promos in wrestling history. And tried to get a second one. And I guarantee you, the second is coming. Here, 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 Suave. Here's what I think is going to happen. That one that's coming 
I think is probably going to be some sort of an apology for the first one. He ain't apologizing to nobody about nothing. What what quote famous quote did he kind of borrow from here? Stop me don't when stop I start me telling when, lies. Yeah, don't stop me when I hurt your feelings. Stop me when I start telling lies. Go back and listen to the Pipe Brown promo from 20, what, 13, 2012, whatever it happened. I mean, we we could do it on here, but I don't want to burn 15 minutes like that. Facts. But tell me what part of that promo either isn't true or didn't come to fruition in some form or fashion. Well, the fact that he was talking about Triple H as a doofus son-in-law, no one has foresight. So you couldn't see that Triple H was going to end up being the the valued talent that he, that he it currently is as an executive. And he Triple H, I don't know of anyone that has negative things to say about Triple H, the executive. And if you do, please help let me know why you say these things. Again, and he's one of the only people who's kind of spoke on it because he he has firsthand dealings. We're just dealing with the product he produces as a consumer. Mm-hmm. But this, that, and the third. Vince McMahon's a millionaire who should be a billionaire, but isn't in spite of spite of himself. <laughs> Man, I'm just looking. Not at- not to mention the the the, the 434 day reign. Not to mention drawing the first million dollar house for AEW. Like that happens in the span of a seven-year layoff, you come back and show that you're a draw enough to where you cleared a million-dollar house for a company who just celebrated its fourth year on television. And he has the worst winning percentage for a professional wrestler to go, uh, as, and as an MMA fighter that left professional wrestling to become MMA. Two-sport athlete. You say tomato, <laughs> I say tomato. Keep, and he's still the AEW champion. Keep Still. Like, he... Still. He has the possibility of breaking Bret Hart's WWE title reign. Keep going. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go back and check and check episode 200. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got three more nominees on this list. Keep going. Roman Reigns. Your daily oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. Keep going. Two, two more. Trish Stratus. Yes. Final. And here's the last one. Because of recent events, that would be the only reason I can see someone mustering the opportunity to say no to this. Rick and Scott Steiner. I'm saying yes. I'm saying... It's not not a question for me. Yeah, I'm saying yes. However, only Scott is accepting this award on their behalf. Number one. Number two... (laughs) <laughs> There's no public ceremony for this. Okay. Then yeah, they go. They there, go. There is. There's no public ceremony. There's nothing. This is a paper championship, if ever there was one. Literally. <laughs> Literally a paper championship. There is no award ceremony. There might or might not be a plaque. I'm not certain. This is. This is absolutely a a mental this is a mental achievement because you can remember it but that is the list of modern performers so now you see the modern idea there's no real i don't know if there's a real start stop point because paul orndorff wrestled for he wrestled in the 70s going into i think 2000 you see what i'm saying rick steiner has has 
80, well, 80, 80, 85 to, and Rick was just recently in the ring in NXT like last year. So we when, we when saw when Scott five years ago in Texas. Right, but when did Scott debut? Somewhere around, somewhere around 88, something like that? 87, mm-hmm. 88? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about a span of just shy of 40 years with these people. If you if you include Orndorff, it's Four decades for sure. So how... What do you consider modern? Like, okay, for us, not for them, but for us, what are we going to call modern? 50 years? Where, oh, better yet, where's the cutoff? Not the starting point, the cutoff. Because get, truth be told, get, like, Ric Flair has wrestled in seven decades. So, do, yeah, can you consider him modern? Because there's, there's also a historical list. There's a historical list of nominees, which... On the same list, it's complicated. Yes, uh, read, read it. For, just go, go, go through it. So for the second conversation, run through it. I right, boom. So, historical performer era candidates. There's a maximum of seven that can be inducted. Okay. List goes as follows: Ole Anderson, Bob Armstrong, Tully Blanchard, and Arn Anderson with J.J. Dillon, Jack and Jerry Briscoe. The British Bulldogs. June Byers. Stop. British Bulldogs should be modern era, ba- era, era based off of the talent list that was on the modern era. However, so, because so uh, should be modern based on that. I, I was about to go there. Ba- simply because both of them were active in the last five years. Okay, that's another thing we had to define. Active in the last five years. Like, at some point, just appearing on TV is not enough to say you're active. Tully was in a match. Don't remind me. <laughs> not that, not your fault, but continue. So, at, at any rate, I think the only reason why they put the uh, the Bulldogs as, moder- as, uh, as, I guess, historical is because of... Uh, Dynamite Kids' career being cut short in the '80s. Then you would have to you would have to put. Well, never mind. I'm but, not even going. I'm yeah. not going to fix that list for. Yeah, you. don't don't force it. I'm just I'm trying to continue. Run run through. June Byers. Who was that? Do your googles. <laughs> we not finna, hey, do your googles. Look, this, we only have so much show that we can give you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It's cool. Wild Bill Curry. Wild Cowboy Bill Curry? Bob. Curry? Yes. Cowboy Bob Ellis. <sighs> Pampiro Furpo. Black Gordman and Great Goliath. The Mongolian Stomper. <laughs> Him, I definitely say yes. The Heart Foundation. Oh, Brett, and, Brett and Jim. Just the tag team. Continue. Chill, chill. Just you know, hold what you got. Sputnik Monroe, Dusty mm. Rhodes, and Dick Murdoch. Argentina Rocca and Miguel Perez. Johnny Rougeau. The Iron Sheik. Tiger Jeet Singh. Sergeant Slaughter. 
The tag team of Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. Boy. The tag team of Mad Dog and Butcher Vashon. The Von Brauners and Saul Wingeroff. There's a there's a wicked typo right here, like an extra slash. Then Kevin and Carrie and David Von Eric. That's a really weird way to put that, but it's literally Kevin and Carrie and David Von Eric. So it's just those three together. Like they couldn't get individual. Well, I mean, they they were a six man at one time, but then shout out to the Iron Claw that comes out in December. Man, Lip is playing Carrie. That's about a foot and height difference. Look, I'm anxious <laughs> to see how they made this work on camera. Yes, yes. I'm, there's a lot of intrigue around this movie, and none of it's around the story yet because I don't. I haven't seen a plot. I haven't seen a, a. I haven't seen anything that tells me what the movie's about or what it'll cover. It's just the casting has blown us away because we have spent the majority of our young cultivated wrestling time watching the Von Erics, so we have a different attachment to how they're presented. I just want to know how the hell in a two hour movie Maxwell Jacob Friedman got the got the role of Lance Von Erich, a non cousin of the Von Erics, to even appear in a movie when he was only a character on television for three weeks. So this should be a cameo. It's not going to be a, a long performance. It's just like okay. Um, think about like, this. Like er, like Ernest Miller in the wrestler. Think about this. They say a year in human years is how long in dog years? Maybe like a seven piece. It's a week exactly. So that means a day in dog years is a is a week. For every day a dog lives, he's lived a week in its life. You follow me? Egg sucking dog. So if this movie is a dichotomy of roughly, we'll say, 35 years. I'm certain they don't cover that much time. Certain. I'm just going, I'm certain. I'm really just going off of Carrie's uh, approximate age at the time of death. Okay. Because I'm not even sure they go that far. I I, I don't know if they're going to. Okay. We'll, we, we'll call it world. Eric? We'll call it world class. We'll call it 10 years. So in a two-hour movie, you find time to have a cameo for someone who was on TV for three episodes? I mean, okay, (laughs) okay. Here's how here's how I can justify it from a person who you know deals in creative content, writing, and producing, and all that. So, if you're telling the story of the demise of world-class business, and in particular Fritz von Erich's thought process during that time the cameo makes sense because it has an act of desperation not only that what he did to negate that character had not been done on tv before bingo it's of historical significance and here's the other thing you and i are absolutely going to have to work on before we watch this movie this movie may not be historically accurate we got to be objective (laughs) Yeah, you're just going to have to judge some of it based on is it good or not, because historical accuracy is not something that dwells in Hollywood. This is not a documentary. It's a movie. There are documentaries that we can go watch if you want to know exactly what happened from firsthand from the people who were around it. 
but this is Hollywood. I thought Hollywood that, is about drama and presentation. I thought Notorious was a good movie. Jenica said it was about 85% accurate. Me, being a hip-hop fan, want to know what happened to the other 15%. However, growth in me knows that for entertainment value, some things had to be changed and modified to make it more entertaining. I'm okay with that. Exactly. 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 That's it. So for us, we're going to have to do that. Say, hopefully, at least 70% of this is historically accurate. Show show the bib. Show the bib. Right. We'll we'll take 60. We'll we'll take take 60%. I would prefer 70 to 75. But we're going to have to be able to live with the fact that all of this may not be historically accurate. Because at the end of the day, it's pro wrestling, and we don't know how much of this is real and how much of it is not. So what's real and what's memorized? But, and a lot of that is because we lived it in real time, so it's like, it's almost a bit of a personal insult when facts don't stay facts for the sake of entertainment, but that's the world we live in. That's why they make books. They hide the facts in a book, because you won't go read it. <laughs> so at, at some point it becomes what do you what do you have a stronger desire to be entertained or educated if you want to be educated you go read the book you want to be entertained you watch a movie alright there it is boom bap anybody but, else we missing no that's the just, whole list for okay. historical performers but I'm not, back to I'm that not, modern performers I'm not I'm not mad at the list of historical performers I'm mad at that the, at the fact that there is no timeline for historical performers when some of these people could be considered modern era based on because you're a stickler for rules not necessarily no when people don't tag in tag team matches it it, it burns you under the collar yes See, yes, you're a stickler for rules and structure. Because I'm not saying it is a bad thing. Young bucks, I'm talking cases, to you. I am too. <laughs> grab, grab the rope. Yeah, be, be the le- be the legal man when you're when you're pinning someone and pin the legal man. <laughs> you're standing on the bottom rope making a tag. Nah, bro, you gr- grow an inch <laughs> or go wor- work with a smaller fed. Oh, <laughs> or go work in a smaller fed. <laughs> it's the, not. But, Nope, because they brought the smaller fed TV. It ain't no they did. Back. They did that, but no one said it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Suave. Go ahead. But, go again, ahead. <laughs> but again, it, become, it becomes one of those things. Like That's the whole premise. Do you want to be entertained? Do you want to be educated? We kind of want both, and there's no place to get both anymore. Just There's no place to get both anymore. And that's the world we live in, but let let's let's uh do we gotta drill down these five is that what do we yeah. you want to do that pick five from that list pick your five from that list R- read me the list uninterrupted go mark and jay briscoe young bucks edge goldberg the hardys becky lynch john moxley kevin nash and scott hall the outsiders paul orndorff randy orton seth Rollins. stop i got my five already edge uh, Randy Orton, Holland Nash, uh, Mark and Jay, and then read me, read me up to Orton again. Uh, oh, Mark I'm sorry. No, ne- never mind. Ne- never mind. Because we, we, I, <laughs> I, I can't do four without doing the one. <laughs>
<laughs> Roman Reigns is number five. There's my check, five. Check, check your iMessage. The list is in there. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's my five. Give me... that. God, I said, that's a list. Good Lord. I got to... Give, give me Mark and Jay Briscoe. Okay. Give me Paul and Nash. Give me the Steiners. Give me... Mm, here's where it gets weird. Uh, give me the Hardys. Did I, did I already have them? No. Mark and Jay Briscoe, the uh, Hall and Nash, the Hardys, Steiner Brothers, and then give me... Mm, Randy Orton. You can't, you can't go wrong with that. I'm going to uh, tell you why I have have trouble with this list in the first place. Go ahead. A few of these careers are still active. And active competitors in a Hall of Fame is, first of all, I feel like that should be reserved for the top of the top. Like Rey Mysterio, 100% deserves to be a active Hall of Famer. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, Which indeed. I'm like, why is he not on this list? But hey, it's not my list. I didn't make it. Um, so that's a big thing for me, like putting active competitors into a Hall of Fame. Because the Hall of Fame for me feels like it should be the crowning achievement. It's the cherry on top of the Sunday. There's only one reason that I put well, actually two, and they kind of go hand in hand. Why I put Roman Reigns on on my list to to okay. negate your point. <clears throat> one longest championship reign quote of the modern era and it's still active mm-hmm. so that that's he's still there we don't know how much longer we're going to get at this but for the foreseeable future he's going to be there that's number one number two the man beat cancer if mark and jay briscoe go in and the diehards know what mark and jay briscoe were capable of together very few know what Jay did individually, but the only reason why they're on this list right now is because Jay is gone. Let's give the man the roses that he deserves in case something happens, because truth be told, Bray Wyatt should be on this list. See, it, that's another thing when you don't put any sort of, you don't put any parameters on the on the construction of said list. That that makes it that much more difficult to be discerning about what your candidate list looks like mm-hmm. because you don't. There are no parameters that we've been made aware of. We're just going off what's been released. Um, <clears throat> while I don't I don't disagree with your point about Roman Reigns. Again, I draw a lot of my comparisons from the NFL Hall of Fame. So, yeah, Jack. I don't think I don't think either one of us would disagree that Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. Not a, not no, no disagreement for me whatsoever. One of the most menacing quarterbacks to ever touch our team. <laughs> even even with the lone championship, even for all the hype with one ring, he is a he's going into the Hall of Fame. Yep. But you wouldn't give him that jacket this season, even before the injury, because there's the opportunity that he may play another five years, and the bottom will fall out. And and even still, he has five years to wait from that last snap before he's even eligible. And what do we know about the American society? (laughs) 
They're fickle. They change their mind. <laughs> They're fickle. They change their mind, and you're only as good as your last game. Oh boy. <laughs> so while that doesn't apply to Roman Reigns specifically, I feel like it applies to current performers because there is an opportunity for things to go downhill, unfortunately. And that has an impact on legacy. Higher probability of going downhill than there is of going uphill, simply off of age. Even age or even political political status within, you know, political status. Nah, within, did there. within different companies. Okay. Two years ago, if CM Punk was on this list, does he go in unanimous or no? Not unanimously, hell no. Wait a minute. That's not even uh-huh. hell. Not even I was waiting hell, no. for the lightning two, bolt to strike. Two years ago, yes. Exactly. He's never going into this Hall of Fame. It'll be posthumous <laughs> because of whose Hall of Fame it is. That's exactly my point. Had you given him that it's jacket subjective. two years ago, yeah. it's subjective. Had you given him that jacket two years ago, then he came to AEW and everything happened exactly as it was, we would have been looking at a situation where there would have been pressure from certain people to remove him from said Hall of Fame based upon a backstage dust up. <laughs> dust up. <laughs> so you're going to negate a Hall of Fame career because a handful of people can't get along. And that is my point about putting people in a Hall of Fame when they're not done. Yeah, I can dig it. Hey, we can bag and tag this because we're not going to keep doing. No, it. no, you're. No, this was this this was great conversation, especially as a starting point for this show because we we haven't Absolutely. had a show in a minute. So, and again, we just and, getting and, started, man. And you can also see my appreciation for tag team wrestling by who I chose to put in. Yeah, Hall. yeah, Hall and Nash and the Steiners. Oh man, and and the Hardys. Come on, man. When it makes sense, like, it makes sense. Okay, the Hardys are a fantastic uh, are a fantastic example. If you were to take, if you were to take the Hardys post WrestleMania 33, so just cut them off after that last tag team title reign they had. First ballot Hall of Famers, no question. Everything since then has been questionable and shaky. Mid, even some would say mid. So but do you, but do you understand that we have the possibility of one last time if 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 and I think the I think the uh I think the the plausibility falls higher on or the margin for error rather falls higher on the Hardy Boys than it does on these other two but we have the possibility of again of getting another TLC with the original six competitors. It's there. And Dion and Bubba are in great shape. Adam Copeland and and, uh, Christian Cage, great shape. In fact, they could be argued that Christian Cage is doing some of the best work of his career. Hell, he had a world title reign not even two years ago. That's the conversation on the internet. The internet says Christian is doing his best work ever. Now, part of that is tribalism, and the other part of it is actual truth. <laughs> and and I don't say that as a backhanded compliment. Either, no, because if he if he was doing the same work in the other company, I would say it the same way. It would be part tribalism, part truth. 
he is as entertaining now as he's ever been. The, the best work he had done prior to this, in my opinion, was spit on Orton Christian. Facts. His, that his that world, led that led to the title. run that that lost him the the, the the belt in like six weeks and he had to, he was kept begging for one more match. To me, the one the one more match, <laughs> one more match. Christian is Hall of Fame. Yep, by itself. <clears throat> but you but you see what I mean? Like there are different levels. Like okay, Christian is the antithesis of what we just said. Mm-hmm. Had you when he came in as a manager and was just dealing with Jurassic Express. Had you capped that as the end of his career, he, he would have been like a, he wouldn't have been first ballot, his second, third. He'd make it into a Hall of Fame, but it wouldn't be like, oh my God, he has to go in immediately. He's gotten a second wind, mm-hmm. or third or fourth, depending on your perspective. Now, he's ramped his stock back up, almost to a point that if his contract came up, Stanford would take the call. Well, not take the call, they would make the call. Right. So I would think that the book should be closed before you put the price tag on the front. Like, that's just me. I'm with that. I'm with that. So what else we got? Because we got we got a small surprise pause at the end of the show. So uh <clears throat> um well speaking of Christian, his best friends in AEW now. Man. <laughs> tell Rated me, tell me, baby. tell me why the most popular name on the AEW roster is Adam. Somebody's got to do something about this. <laughs> Page Cole Copeland. Well, well, here's how we first fix it. Stop calling Hangman Hangman Adam Page. Just, Just call him Hangman, Hangman Page. Page. <laughs> we got to clean some of this up. And then Adam Cole and Adam Copeland, that's something that just has to live because one, you can't use the term edge. Adam Copeland. Do we know this? Person. Do huh? we do we absolutely know this? Because think about this. He's the rated R superstar. That was not trademarked. And if it was trademarked, it expired. His theme music is also now property for license by <laughs> AEW. So they dropped the two major marketing balls. Are we absolutely positive that oh, Edge is a? <laughs> you see Willie, you to do that the other day. <laughs> two major marketing balls. <laughs> the major league two. Yeah, Willie, you came to the ring with uh with, with uh Claudio and did this on the way down to the ramp. <laughs> you have no marbles. <laughs> Love Major League Two. Yo, my, oh, my side sidebar, uh, more wrestling wrestling related on uh, Major League Two when uh, when they replaced Willie Mays Hayes <laughs> with uh, with Omar Epps versus uh, uh, Wesley Snipes. They had that movie clip. He was like uh, uh, Jesse Jesse Ventura said, "Mine fell the hardest." It's for mine's Willie. The Ma- <laughs> yeah, but mine's the deadest. <laughs> Shouts out. Shouts out David Jolly, man. That was that was his line, boy. Hey, what up? But like That's hilarious. Yeah. Dude. But anyway, back on back on task. I'm we're I'm not hundred percent positive that Edge is uh is is property of WWE. Even if that's the only piece that they have, shame on them. That, 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 get... I, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I, I am sure. Because Kanos leaves no stone unturned when it comes to licensing and singing. If it was available, it would have been bought. Because even Adam Copeland put in for some trademarks of some certain stuff. 
So if it was available, it would have been snatched. Now, Stanford is the one who's lost their entire mind by the man is still signed to you and those trademarks lapsed in 2020 and nobody in the office thought, well, maybe he, since he's still on our television, maybe we should secure this for another five years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if that's the case, you and I could have bought the rights to Rated R Superstar. Easy. And cashed out. <laughs> Swap. Take him to the house. <laughs> Pencil pushers. Heads up. <laughs> Pencils down. We would have did a whole episode of me not doing nothing but this. Bro, well, we'd have been... <laughs> been on a beach and these bees are trying to stream a live episode are you serious <laughs> what kids they all belong to me <laughs> coming back and forth on white sand yeah, yeah y'all have a good time yeah. <laughs> we're doing 10 minute shows boy <clears throat> but that, that's my whole point like Kanos does not for all the things that people can say about Kanos that he doesn't follow through on or he's not thorough about one thing for show two things for certain if it's available to be licensed kind of got his hands on the pulse he gonna get it the, the legal team over there will hey they will find a way if it's available like okay i keep throwing this out here and it's a freebie because i really need you to sell me mine but at some point <laughs> you need to see if you can license bang bang from dr dre for Bullet Club Gold. <laughs> Everywhere oh. I go, all I ever seem to hear is bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Come on, man. Some of this stuff just writes itself. Bing, 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 bing. The, the, dope, the dopest thing I've seen, though, um, and I wish I, I wish this would translate well. I'm sure it won't, but I'm going to try it anyway. Uh, where is this damn thing at? It is right here. Okay, perfect. Yep, it won't. It won't because the the background. Uh, Beth Phoenix at like two minutes after the pay-per-view ended posted a note torn on a piece of paper on the refrigerator that says, B, headed to walk the dog, A is capitalized. B, E is capitalized. Back in a few, W is capitalized. Hyphen, A. That's the coolest. Like if that was done at like 11 o'clock that would have been ignorant but the fact it was done two minutes after the pay-per-view and her just saying guys and then hearing her voice on that on that track too like just facts which which also is is a really cool thing because with her voice being on the record she is due royalties from aew bing bong (laughs) so Bing bong. They both are literally getting checks cut from AEW. It's the money for me. <laughs> <clears throat> for me, it's the monies. We got to get these dollars because we got stuff we trying to do. The bathroom flow got to be retiled. We got to get this new uh, hood vent in the kitchen. We need new countertops. We trying to get marble. I just had you a conversation about hood vents an hour ago. I'm not even playing either. <laughs> That's because you're a refined adult. I mean, I try to do what I can for the people. When, when you're not a child. Which is all the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time I'm a child. Um, did we miss anything? Other... Um, let's see. Well... The, the, so, oh, 
So the pay per view thing about Adam? No, no, just period. Just just in that whole AEW dichotomy, the 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 pay per view was actually more entertaining than I anticipated it on being. What I did take issue with though was on AEW Dynamite. We had a contract signing, and I talked about this on the last episode. We had a contract signing for a match that wasn't the main event that had nothing at stake. Why did we do this? Because you have to fill television time somehow. You gave you, need, you, you have to fill, fill television time and you needed a go home angle for the match because the match was upper mid card. It was something, you know, pretty important because Swerve is from uh, Seattle. I would have just said probably need to do something different. If there was no special, if there was no type of special stipulation on the match, and it's nothing other than their first time meeting, a contract signing just seems like a wasted piece of business. And to me, I think it was because <clears throat> all we got out of it was a beatdown at the end of the show with Maxwell Jacob Friedman's mask. That's it. And it had nothing to do with what we saw in the ring. Four of us carried this feud so far. Let's just be honest about it. This has nothing to do with who I like more or who I what I feel about either person's personality outside of the ring, any of that. Swerve has carried this. Now he's carried, he's carried it with the promos. He's carried it with the in-ring. Swerve is just hot right now. Now, here is uh, a follow-up to <clears throat> one of our fable BPBC bets. Uh, the original bet was over under half the arena capacity for oh the Climate God. Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington. <laughs> the half the capacity is 9,250, to which I chose under. Suave took the over. The show itself was only set up to house, what was it, 7,000 and some change? I, let, I'm, I'm about to dig deeper in the, in the weeds for you. This is something that you and I haven't discussed yet. Now, we had a text conversation about this. No, 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 no. That that part we did. What I'm, what I'm about to read you, we have not talked <clears throat> about. Uh-oh. Here we, here we go with these surprise run-ins on the air. According yeah, to... I, 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 I literally pulled this up in real time. I wasn't expecting to read this. So the issue... First off, if we're going by just the raw terms over under I obviously won the bet I'm not going to even applaud that I'm not going to applaud that got yeah got Suave and yeah. I had a spirited it's not wouldn't call it heated a spirited debate nah. about the situation and, and, it, and it's it's via text so like text doesn't convey emotion but it's like I, my whole point was well if you were never equipped to handle half capacity I would have never taken the bet yes yes right now do you feel differently when I after I read you what I'm about to read you? Right, According to WrestleTix, <laughs> 5,610 tickets have been distributed for the event. However, some have questioned whether the increased schedule in running three-hour television sh shows per week will have an impact on the attendance and pay-per-view buys. According to a nameless source, one that you probably referenced earlier in this show, mm. Wrestle Dream has sold a that's little. Apologist, it, that's an apologist. Uh, that's going to be an apologist post no matter what you say. But go ahead. Has sold a little over 5,000 tickets, which means 
It's on course for the lowest pay-per-view live attendance since the pandemic. The Wrestle Dream show is at 5,005, so it looks to be the lowest audience since the pandemic. Does that make you feel any differently about the setup? For the, It makes me feel differently about the setup for the sake of the bet we made. For the, Now, what it means for their business model and how they handle things different conversation that we can absolutely for the for the sake of the bet that you and i made doesn't make me feel any different okay for that (laughs) i i I still feel like okay if you only had the show set up if you performed your best you would have had seven seven thousand and some change and been at max capacity for the way you set the show up versus oh the whole building is open and we're like okay can you get nine or ten thousand of a possible 20. now um for their business model they have taken the master p no limit approach to to oh no 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 you said nah i said oh, uh, oh. i said oh no 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 right. <laughs> you, have ta- you have taken the percy miller approach to professional wrestling and now you have hit Post ghetto dope. Wow. And in the, in I got the, the hookup. Yes, you're you're <laughs> in that territory now where you can still get people to watch air air quotes listen, but it is not the same impact that you had when it was true to the game and things of that nature. You are out of bout it bout it territory. Because you have oversaturated the market to a point to where you have exhausted the financial resources of your core viewership. Plain and simple. That that I, like if we if we keep it real, their target demo, which is the demo they always talk about that they they own, eighteen to forty nine males, eighteen to forty nine year old males who do not have financial responsibilities elsewhere. Ooh, you saying words, Suave. Are, first of all, they're a rarity. Second of all, those who don't have any financial obligations elsewhere are not going to put professional wrestling events at the top of their spending. I want you to stop right there. All right, I got you. Because I think responsible adults Mm -hmm. are still reeling from all out and all in going back to back in, in the same same weeks while going on brain overload from watching uh, WWE in the midst of that as well. That said, you still had to shell out more money for Wrestle Dream, which is a pay-per-view that you found out about during all in. The 18 to 49 year old demographic that is watching AEW and or any other professional wrestling shows um weekly who are invested enough to purchase pay-per-views are probably not in the how do I say this delicately they're not in the top tier of earning potential and I'm getting to that you say that but we're also in we are in a post-pandemic inflation that is not a recession and not a depression and people are spending more than they ever have right now 
because they have more crap accessible to them. Mm-hmm. Does Amazon ring a bell? Factual. When, when Amazon is at a point to where they have competitors and you ain't got to go nowhere, it's just crap showing up. So even if you don't compare the dollars that are being spent, the amount of things you're buying is higher than they have ever been in civilization. And, and as a result of the pandemic, your propensity to pay convenience fees to not have to actually leave the house has gone up. So in a time where, yes, it would have made way more sense to buy a pay-per-view. Now it's like, eh, do I want to do I want to spend 50 bucks on a pay-per-view that may or may not hit? Especially when I have alternative streaming options. Boy. Or or do I want to order dinner and not have to leave the house? Meanwhile. Or do I wanna do I wanna put gas in the tank? Meanwhile, you talk about alternative <laughs> options. We might be finally turning the corner on a new home for AEW non-weekly live events. Draw what you will Draw what you will in that But I'm going to tell you as a fan Who is going on overload Someone who's been watching this For decades has been doing this For almost one I'm tired boss Get this over with Let's go The the Bleacher Report era Of $50 pay-per-views Like when it was quarterly wasn't that bad because there was a lot of um, seemed like there was a lot of thought put into the pay-per-view card that you ended up with. Now you're inching towards monthly. They're going there. The idea is to get there monthly and we got a taste of that. Yeah, I don't believe you can give me a show good enough to pay $50 for every month. We had three AEW (laughs) paid weekend events in five weeks. No thank you ever again. Not at full price. I can't. And and, and I is, can afford it. Th- yeah, like we can afford it, but do we want it? This is the contingent of people who say we're gonna do things the 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 honest way. We're gonna do we're gonna do business face up, as we would call it. <laughs> Versus saying, okay, they, well, they, we- they they gonna do business by standing on business. Right, we gonna do business. We gonna stand on business, and that's the business. Versus, I, you can do whatever you want. We ain't gonna pay. Basically, we we vocally support you. Like those are the people that go online and make all these long, emotional posts about how they're so true to AEW, or there's vitriol and venom for anyone who has anything that stop your blood clot crying. But you don't support them with your American and or whatever else oh no 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 not just don't support them you take money away from them by finding these alternative methods to stream the things that we pay for and give back to honestly slap yourself but you're gonna die you're gonna die on that hill you're gonna die on the hill of saying that these people are right no matter what but you won't actually support them financially slap yourself cap your whole existence is cap 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 you are a cap gun. Cap, cap, cap. Black. <laughs> Black, cap, cap, cap. <laughs> exactly. And that, that's how I view those individuals. But because of the demographic that occupies AEW fans, and obviously those same people have other vices that they spend money on. 
you got video games, you got uh, all different sort of subscription services that per pertain to those video games versus, and also streaming services to watch whatever content it is they want to watch when they're not watching wrestling. Here's an investment in in uh, in uh, in trademarking that no one saw coming. You know, Tony Khan purchased Captain Insano trademark. You see what I mean? If it's available, he's going to get it. Not only have we seen Captain Insano on TV, but there's a wrestling buddy now. And I guarantee you, it will probably be the highest selling one they have. That's crazy. But people like what we're talking about, <laughs> they'll they'll go to the uh, to the textile outlets and see if they can craft one because it looks the same and your kids won't know the difference. The nerve of you. <laughs> the nerve of you. <laughs> At any rate. Exactly. Yeah. Couple, couple couple pieces to take away from uh from the, the wrestling that we haven't talked about. Uh SmackDown still putting on stellar shows. This cup catch up. Yeah, you, you have to. Uh John Cena is back with a lot <laughs> with a lot of energy, and I don't know if it's because of the strike or if because he really misses being in the E, but Both. he he's in a a very good mode right now and i hate that aj is like was in it and then they literally just ripped the pages out the book yeah i do not understand well i do feel for aj but at the same time i, I don't know what to say about it it is what it is like you knew you knew what you signed up for you knew what you what you were getting right the plan is the plan yeah so what what i'm hoping for I don't think I'm gonna get now for the reason you just said. Cena's there, he's in a mode, he's a bigger available name than what AJ is. So what I was hoping to get probably won't happen. Which and is? So with AJ being eliminated by the bloodline from the tag match at Fastlane, I was hoping for an AJ return right around the time we get our tribal chief back and then when you go to Saudi, you get AJ versus Roman. And for those of you who are not sure about how good that would be, I would advise you to go backwards to what is it, 2016? <laughs> it might be the it might be the same pay-per-view. It might be fast lane. It was right after Roman won the title. Listen, a AJ and pay-per-view match against anything or anybody is gold. I don't care who you are, what you say. Slap sure. yourself if you say otherwise. To to come to to add to that point to combat and I've referenced this time and time again to combat Kenny Omega versus Kaz Okada, which they rated like a six star match and they's one of the greatest matches of all time. The biggest argument about that match was the fact that they actually went outside and used the table to combat that. AJ Styles and John Cena at the Royal Rumble in San Antonio that same year, three weeks later. Did about 25 minutes in the ring. AJ won the belt from Cena, and that was one of the, be the best matches in both of their careers. Thanks. Go back and do your Googles on that. Uh, Jay Cargill, multi-year deal with WWE. She cashed out, and she kept her name. We found out Jada Parker, which was the trademark name that WWE had, had gotten right after her, uh, she left AEW. Was we is were, now going to an AE uh, to an NXT competitor that's next up. Have you seen her, Jada Parker? Yeah. Yeah. There's a tournament that that there that she's in. 
See, I, you know I don't watch so yeah. that's not how I would yeah. I, I did see a photo of her though remember the uh, remember the tournament that Cameron Grimes won it was like the uh, breakout the breakout tournament yes so they're doing the one for the women now and so well, J- Jada Parker is, is, is one of the breakout uh, tournament competitors well that's cool and inclusive yeah speaking of NXT um their their last I believe was it standard deliver no it was uh no mercy suave no mercy listen to your no guy mercy. listen to your guy check out the show when you get a minute when you're in your downtime and you just got a few weeks for you some downtime but earmark no mercy for your viewing pleasure I stand on business. You may, you may stand on business, and I, I agree one hundred percent that you do. Trust your guy on this one. Go check, go take a look, see. It's, it's not about me not trusting you. It's about me being made whole for, for the, the slights and the, the miscarriages of justice I've suffered as being an original fan and supporter of the NXT brand, and then having the rug pulled from under. Me. <laughs> Well, they're trying their damnedest to get it back because it's coming Tuesday on uh, what is it, October the tenth? Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I say yeah, my lord. Twenty twenty three. You have. You have John Cena standing in the corner of. You have John Cena standing in the corner of Carmelo Hayes. You have Paul Heyman standing in the corner of Braun Breaker. You Are also you kidding me? No, I'm dead. No, I'm just no. I'm saying like for this to be a head-to-head matchup, the amount of of stops being pulled out <laughs> in order to make this happen. There, there is a strong tease that if let's just say that if I wasn't uh, a lifelong fan and this man doesn't show up i would i would probably pull the plug on the entire the entire promotion undertaker will show up on nxt this tuesday um i thought it was the way i read it he was just going to be there they didn't guarantee or promote that he would be on camera they he'd be he'd be like backstage not like advertised as you're gonna see the undertaker there is a commercial right now talking about the four big names that are going to be on NXT and at mm. the very end all you hear is Dum. I tell you what you're not bringing I'm, that out for no reason I tell you what I'm willing to make a concession here and then because I'm I'm a man of my word and standing on business is what I stand on mm-hmm. since technically I lost the Wrestle Dream bit oh snap I will give you the opportunity <laughs> To invoke a clause that gets me back watching NXT. Oh no! <laughs> if, if you so choose, what you choose to do, if you as as you have won the bet, that is completely up to you and then subject to my approval. However, I am offering that as a potential solution that is already been greenlighted. What? What? Which? Which part of? Of it, like, do I have? Like, do you go back and watch this Tuesday, or do you go and watch uh, No Mercy? Is like, do I have to pick one of these as like your like your winning like your the claws? I tell you what, I'll do both. But the whole idea is that I go back to at least semi regularly watching the show. 
I can't even do that. Or at least, <laughs> or, you see what I, I mean? I, it's DVR and I just never watch it. Yeah, um, I can't even. I took it off the DVR about a year ago, to be honest with you. To, to set to settle the to settle the bet, I will absolutely go back and watch No Mercy, and I'll watch this Tuesday. Wow! If if, the, if that's what you choose, now if you choose something else, nah, 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 nah. That that bit. that works. That you standing on business. That works for me. That works right. for me because I'm gonna do something that you didn't think was gonna happen. I have something being crafted. Okay. I have a custom piece being crafted. I hope to unveil it on episode 218. I was trying to unveil it on this episode. Life happened. I couldn't connect with the proper parties, neither here nor there. It's in motion. I hope to unveil that on episode 218 for the entire Pencil Pusher Massive. I got motion. And it's not and it's not because I feel that I lost. It's because you feel slighted by the stipulations. So as a I man, feel sli- I feel slighted by the fact that AEW did not give themselves a fighting chance. That that part to, that, that's to those, win the bet for me. Those are the stipulations I'm talking about, not for right. me in this bet. So gotcha. To, to, for me to stand on business, I double back with that. But again, it's already in motion. So if that's how you stand on business, I'm here for it. I'll take it. Indeed. So, uh, yes, I will go back and watch No Mercy before the next time we record a show and I will tune in. Now, here's here's the here's the thing. Oh, uh, what up? Uh? <laughs> here's the thing. I had already planned to watch Dynamite first. So for those of those of Pencil Pusher Nation or those new to the program who feel like I may have an anti AEW stance. I really do need you to know that since 2019 and during that Dynamite NXT first round war, I was always watching AEW first. It's been, it's just, it's been, it's been my practice ever since the brand switch. And it's just been my preference, even though I don't care for everything I see on Dynamite. I've always watched AEW first. I. Kind of feel like that's gonna be the case this Tuesday. Okay, but we'll we'll see how it shakes out. Now, if they come out the gate and they not swinging, I'm finna go see what's popping on USA. So, Cena, Cody, Paul Heyman, Oscar, and and Taker for this coming Tuesday on NXT. Uh, the rated R superstar Adam Copeland takes on Luchasaurus. Not here, not really interested in that. Soraya versus Sakato Shida for the AEW women's title. Same. Uh, FTR Young Bucks 4 gets addressed. MJF is defending his a, a, a title. He has two. We know he's defending a title. Is it another handicap match? We don't know. We don't know if it's if, if it, even if it's a world title match or not. We just know he's defending a title on Tuesday. Yikes. They AEW got to come with it because by all intents and purposes, that's going to be my DVR for the night. I'll be watching NXT live on, on the home front. Let's, uh, I'm, let's I'm, I'm all over the place because we, we got to try to wrap this up and get the surprise in real quick. Pause. Indeed. You remember the young man that was alongside gang Tony Snow in Oklahoma. We, we went up there for uh, Texoma last year. The young man. Young, young. He was an announcer. His name was uh, Walker Stewart. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, absolutely, yes. Walker Stewart has a new gig. What that is? 
he will be replacing Kevin Kelly as the American voice of New Japan Pro Wrestling moving forward. <laughs> How hard is that, Suave? That's How game. hard? That's level. That is That's, game. That is, that is level up game. He and he loves us, fam. That Man, dog. Our, I'm our, I'm so proud of him. So factual. proud of him. That's factual. hell of a factual, look, factual, man. Factual. And Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly's been in the industry for 30 years. You got to follow that. Yeah, bro. That's enough to get a, a New Japan World subscription. I mean, if it helps increase the paycheck, I don't see why not. You, you feel what I'm saying? He's tax right off for us anyway. He ain't doing no tripping. That mean we ain't got, we we still gotta get up super early to watch Wrestle Kingdom, but at least we've been doing it the right way. What is we doing? You know what I'm saying? Now, I wish I uh, his name uh, escapes me at the moment, but our all the all the homie from uh, Takes Oma, the referee who was going on a on a tour. Yeah, yeah. I, I got I gotta check in. I gotta check in with him to see how that went. Yeah. Because he was supposed to come do the show afterwards. Yep. We so we got to make sure we get we catch up with Snow. Make sure we get the particulars and, and Iron. I would man. That's, that Speaking would be. Speaking of Snow, there is a record that is now available. We on haven't talked streaming. about that either. There is a record that is available on your local streaming service that um, that celebrates the fact that El Jefe Tony Snow is in a dominant position in life. <laughs> That is uh, El Jefe Antonio Nieve, for those of you keeping score at home. <laughs> Antonio Nieve, that is Tony Snow in Espanol. That is his new name until otherwise known, for, otherwise noted from Tony Snow. If it's snowing, we going. <laughs> uh, Dominate, Dominate uh, produced by CG and Manipulative Music featuring El Jefe Tony Snow. Antonio that- Nieve, I told you. Antonio Nieve, Nieve, yes, Nieve, Danger One, and yours truly. Run, we, run them numbers up. It's hard. It's hard to say this. I lie. It's not that hard. We don't miss Suave. We don't Tony miss. Tony getting money and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see this? You see? You, it was this? <sighs> Well, no, the whole quote is Tony's back getting money and it's showing. <laughs> man, I laughed so that hard fam, when I heard that. That man said he go to Dapper Dan and got up with him early in the morning. <laughs> Custom suits. That's hilarious, <laughs> bro. Deuce Freight really needs to get out of battle rapper voice when he sees Tony Snow on Texoma programming or uh, WFC programming. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I want, I want that same energy. No, he's nailed it. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Deuce, you can you imagine? We need to get Deuce on the show. Can you imagine absolutely. if if Deuce was actually oh. in the ring and was interviewing a talent? And went into full battle rap mode on him, and the talent didn't. No, no, I'm taking it a step further. I want Deuce Freight calling New Japan pay per views in that same same energy and same voice. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't even know him. I'm the king of the pet. <laughs> Okada's out here laying an egg. <laughs> oh, snap. 
if, right. we, if we could get away with it and not get a copyright violation, alternate commentary on some of these pay-per-views would be absolutely magnificent. Man, we we actually need to get a uh, we we need we need to we need to talk to gang. Rodney Rodney Mac and Jazz are doing something stupid right week. Ooh, word. And it's, what say you? We'll talk. In the meantime, <laughs> yeah, you you got me out here like Deuce. I'm the king of the. Oh wait, he, he the king of the fat. But let me uh, I don't know. <laughs> Keep working on yourself. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> like, <bruh>. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up in the morning with that one. And on that note, we'll see how fast we can get this in. Pause. You ready, Suave? All right, let's go. All right, for the people. You know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. You say that for this again. I know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. We say that again. One, two, two, three. Get your out of one. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. One, one, two, two, three. Get your out of one. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. We shouldn't do this. Who's responsible by uh, Oh, no, per- that's Survivor Series. Percy's Paw Paw Miracle. Run it. Because <laughs> uh, I'll be, by the time I listen to this, I'll be good and good on some Percy's Paw Paw Miracle, courtesy of uh, Full Steam Brewery, Durham, North Carolina. Suave. Yeah. We are approximately, in real time, six minutes away from the pre-show for WWE Fastlane. Mm-hmm. And it's they're in Detroit, right? No, they're in Indianapolis. They're in Indianapolis. For some reason, I was thinking Detroit because I think they may, I think they did a fast lane. In Detroit. I think I only pay attention to the locations of the Big Five unless it actually affects me. Actually, it was Survivor Series that was in Detroit because that's where Jake Paul was right when before he flew to Dallas to be with his brother. Something like that. At any rate. Uh, w- oh, SummerSlam, yeah, 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 yeah. SummerSlam was in Detroit. Yeah, so they right down the highway. Man, the Midwest is getting uh they getting money right now with WWE or giving it's money. A, might be a tester market. They're trying to see if they can go to go to the um what's what's the Viking Stadium? I, I it's a dome, but The Vikings? Uh, where do the Vikings play right now? They play in Lambo. Oh I'm sorry, I'm, I'm tripping. That that's that Black Speed! No, they never play in Lambo. They never play in Lambo, other than for conference games. No, you're talking. You're, you're talking about the, uh, the the the. When they go to Lambo, they don't play in Lambo. That's the problem. <laughs> oh man! Thanks, Kurt. <laughs> Was that is that Bank of is that is a U.S. Bank Field or? Uh. It might be. It's been renamed, obviously, because everybody gets renamed. But well, that's a new stadium too. Yep, U.S. Bank Stadium. Look at me knowing stuff. Look at me. Okay, boom. Yeah. So that might be a tester to see if they can do a WrestleMania there. To see how much of that general area they can pull in, because you already know you can get money in Detroit. Absolutely. So you need a little bit. You can pull. You can pull surrounding communities in that will drive into Detroit. So here, here's what's crazy. This is why this is going to be such a short. You know who ain't going to win. There's only five matches on the card. Five? Oh, we back on in black and gold with NXT time. Yeah, yeah. So, so we and, should get all bangers. We oh, oh just you wait because 
all things lead to Survivor Series. Bangers and mash. Well, let's, let's start across the pond then. Judgment Day, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, your WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions taking on Main Event Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes. Suave, who ain't going to win? Main Event Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes will not win. It just, I would love for that wrinkle to be thrown in simply because it would cause so much confusion. And I am an advocate of chaos. That's just not Stanford's way. I don't think the chaos is coming from this match, but it's coming from one of the four members of this particular match. I say that, that Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes <laughs> will not win. Put a pin in that one. The Latino World Order, Rey Mysterio Jr. and Santos Escobar, along with a player to be named later as the other two competitors with um, the LWO have been injured would take on Bobby Lashley and the Suit Prophet. Suave, who ain't going to win? The LWO does not take home a victory this time. We are building uh, Big big Business Bob and, and Associates. Big Business Robert. <laughs> Ring me up, Roberto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Big, big, big old Business Bob. <laughs> yeah. We cash out. Pause. That's a huge business. Uh... <laughs> Yo, and then there's also going to be a, I, I don't know if it's going to be the night, but there's going to be a blow up of Santos Escobar. That It's coming soon. It's loading. Yeah, it, yeah, it's inevitable. Triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship. Your champion, EO Sky, taking on Oscar, taking on Charlotte Flair. Triple threat rules. Suave, who ain't going to win? Anybody not named Charlotte? Ooh, you think she walks away with it? The betting odds just say yes. Even though there's no reason for it nothing supports making that decision i'm going to say that i'm going to say the champion retains that's what i would like to happen yeah and but I'm, I'm just going with the betting odds that's just i don't have a i don't have any vested stake in this match so i'm just going to go with what's most likely to happen when betting with stanford's track record the sad part is i think the biggest issue here is that there's going to be a target of a bat on the back of someone who's not even a champion i think uh uh, Bailey is going to have four people gunning, or well, three people gunning for her by the time this match is over with. Anytime Charlotte's involved in a triple threat, you have the option to have Charlotte cash out on the person who isn't the champion. That way, you get a two for one match. You get a you get a two for one pay per view feud for Charlotte upon opponents. And at the end of the day, if you were going to choose one of the three that Stanford was going to put some money and promotion behind, who would it be? Hmm. Charlotte and, <laughs> and I just thought about this one. Survivor Series is right around the corner, right? Mm -hmm. So as far as we know, they haven't said yay or nay on interpromotional, but chances are there's going to be interpromotional just nope. based on what we think is going to happen at War Games. That so that would mean it would be it would be Rhea Ripley against who? Ooh. Ooh. So which of those three competitors make the most compelling match for Rhea Ripley? The. <laughs> The, Especially after what happened in April. Yeah, the dopest match would be EO Sky. The most compelling match, hands down, would be Charlotte Flair. Bing bong. All right. All right. And she's main evented a WrestleMania with the other two already. I'm, I'm standing. I'm standing on the uh, on the champion still retaining. But uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm anybody not named EO Sky uh, losing, not Gosh. winning. Yeah. Uh, tag team. Um, I don't even know what to call this. Grudge match. 
John Cena in the 2000 day losing streak and LA Knight taking on the bloodline. Jimmy Uso and Solo Sikoa. Fra- uh, uh, fam who ain't gonna win? <laughs> this iteration of the bloodline ain't gonna win simply because it adds drama to whenever Roman comes back to TV. I'll do you one better. Not only does this bloodline not win, Jim Uso takes the W. It takes the L. I, I absolutely see that. Does uh, main, does main event Jay Uso get involved? Um, it's possible he'll be free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because a, a well placed super kick could be the reason Jimmy takes the L. Because we got to build towards WrestleMania anyway. I just wish we could get something kooky from a twins perspective, even if it was so much as him just wearing like you know, Jimmy Uso's hair to the ring to knock him out and then cause something like just we're in the top of the fourth right now. We still got time to do all types of things. Like like twin magic. What a, what a time to be alive. No, what what would be what would actually be hilarious, but would also be extremely corny and, and campy is a situation where because they're twins you pull a twin magic and Jay Uso takes an L on behalf of Jimmy mm. as like awesome like a surrogate like a like a stunt double like Damian Sandow yeah. like like a stunt <laughs> double but you're doing it to sabotage yes <laughs> and then finally your champion for the last man standing for the world heavyweight championship which <clears throat> I don't understand why the challenger got to pick the stipulation without a match being involved other than you name the time you name the place your champion seth rollins taking on shin splint nakamura suave who ain't gonna win seth ain't gonna win <sighs> i'm with you seth ain't gonna win but i don't know if it's shinsuke nakamura who's gonna win there's the part <laughs> We, we have been playing this violin of when will Seth's Jenga spine collapse? Which which vertebrae <laughs> are we going to pull to where the, the entire thing comes crashing down? You see, you see what I'm saying? So here, here's a better question. I know you announced that match last does that match main event the pay-per-view? Absolutely. Because the Judgment Day versus Cody and Jay start the, start the pay-per-view off. I vote no. I say Cena and LA Knight versus the Bloodline main events. Honestly, I think there's going to be a cash-in tonight. I think in the main event, we're going to have a cash-in because it's like, so if we have Seth and Shinsplint in the main event, you, you do the cash-in tonight. If you don't do the cash-in tonight, what are you going to have? When are you going to do it? Like some random Raw or SmackDown in between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania a la, what, February? So At this, at this point, with where the, the negotiations and different things are going with between Heyman and the Bloodline and, and Judgment Day, Seth may not even be the target anymore. Ooh. I, I, when you... You didn't even watch SmackDown last night. Watch SmackDown. Watch SmackDown and double down on what you just said. Cause that I, the you, reason I said it is because I caught some of it on, on kind of scrolling social media. Yeah. So I caught clips. But at this point, if Judgment Day is about to get in bed with the bloodline in any shape, form, or fashion, chances are 
priest could backdoor the tribal Seth, chief. Yeah, Seth ain't even a target. So you could have a situation. You could just have a situation. Let's say that. I ain't going to do nobody's booking for him. You could have a situation. But it, it, so we're just assuming that the World Heavyweight Championship is the uh, is the target, right? And I'm just saying that for the sake of this conversation. If, if you're going to go on star power, then Cena and Knight versus Bloodline should close the pay-per-view. It, and that's the tell. If you get that tag match before the main, before Seth and Shinsuke, expect something to happen in the, something that relates to a cash in. See you, raise you. If Cena is in the main event, he wins. <laughs> Mind you, he's on a 2000, 2000 day losing streak. I'm going to say he'll be a part of the winning team. He may not get the W. This no, that's the same. Because if he's, if, if if you're not first, you last. <laughs> this, is, this is a time. This is nighttime. Hey, it's nighttime. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, this is nighttime. And because it's nighttime, we just trying to turn the lights on. So by the time you've heard this like show, LA night. by the time you, you heard this show, this pay-per-view would have been long gone. So... Uh, hit us up on the social show at brokenpistolbc.com brokenpistolbc at gmail.com at brokenpistolbc on everything everything every damn thing everything yeah uh 218 <laughs> I should have an unveiling for you Suave and after that I think we can just take it to the house hey we don't see him punk alert again apparently oh breaking news not not necessarily breaking news. This is dirt sheet speculation. And and with some of the people it's coming from, it's like, come on, fam. Fugazi. You can't keep you can't keep entertaining CM Punk news from these particular outlets. We can't talk CM Punk on legitimate levels until at the earliest November the twenty fifth. We've already told you this. You can't necessarily report that he's basically signed when he's under he's assumed under a non compete. And by his own admission, he's kind of under a no no compete. So if he's the if he's the cancer that everyone makes him out to be, and this will be what we can go home on. If he's the cancer that everyone makes him out to be, and you finally extracted the cancer from your company of choice, why would you continue to discuss him? Or why would you not want to see him make a livelihood in the company that you supposedly hate? Wouldn't you want him to go be a cancer there? Mm. These are just things that are strange to people like me. I will, I will, I will say this to close it on a higher note. Please, the possibility of matches with Adam Copeland and AEW and his supposed reasons for joining AEW are definitely more sellable than anything CM Punk had available to him at the time that he was there. And we don't have to see a, a split brand to make it happen, <laughs> a la. Um, differences in political stature in the back or differences in personal uh personal relationships or like and dislike with people in the back it's the truth we're going to be able to see things that we have never seen before and things that we actually care to see while edge is back in rare form even if he is in his 50s doesn't even matter he's putting on excellent excellent work the same way we revered chris jericho when he came to aew when aew first started it's the same way i'm holding adam adam copeland and probably at a higher regard because of the fact that we have more matches available to us than we had with cm punk at aew argue with your mama on that i don't even want you to at me 
because there's nothing that you can say to me that refutes that 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 statement. And I'll add two things to that. Number one, I told you it wasn't Ed behind the mask. He is exactly the same size as Luchasaurus. That's one. Number two, if Adam Copeland punches anybody in the mouth, I don't want to hear anything. The first person it's going to be is Christian Cage. (laughs) Yeah, I mean backstage. Not a working punch. If he legit punches or whoops anybody in the back, I don't want to hear another word about anything. Learn your lesson. You watch the money walk out because you opened your mouth. Wisdom. Let me get this ready. True wisdom isn't the amount of gray hairs one has in their hair or their beard. True wisdom is knowing exactly when to shut the up. 60% 60% of the time, it works every time. Take them to the house. Pencil pushers. Like, rate, subscribe, share. Tell a friend. Tell that friend to tell a friend, and then tell that friend again. Heads up. Pencils down. Down where? You know where. <laughs> down there. <laughs> Right in, the, right in the comment section. That's where you put your pencil down. Right in the marbles. You have no marbles. You have no marbles. Marbles? Webbles? Marbles. Pedro, pa- Pedro Serrano. The Allstate man. Yeah. Roger Dorn. 